There's a reason you aren't satisfied with the ordinary. You were made for adventure. A life with God doesn't have to be boring. It can be a pulse-pumping, heart-pounding life of purpose. And we can guide you there. The adventure awaiting you is bigger and more life-giving than you could ever imagine. Join Crossroads Church every weekend online for challenge, hope, and encouragement to guide you on your spiritual adventure. Join us at Crossroads.net. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Forget about last summer. It's all about this summer. We've all been inside long enough, so grab some beach towels, stock the cooler, and make your escape. It's time to celebrate the best season of the year like never before. With so many great stories and programs, Audible is the perfect summer partner. And now is the absolute best time to do it because Prime members can save 53% off your first four months. With Audible, you can listen to more of whatever you're into because Audible has it all. An unbeatable selection of audiobooks, tons of binge-worthy podcasts, and exclusive originals. All available to download or stream. Here's what you get. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month, like the latest bestseller or hottest new release. Yours to keep forever. But here's the best part. You also get full access to Audible streaming library, the Plus Catalog. Discover your next podcast obsession, check that audiobook off your bucket list, or get lost in a world of original content from celebrity creators, best-selling authors, and leading experts. The kind of stuff you can't hear anywhere else. Stream all you want, as much as you want. Audible is a perfect companion for summer because no matter where you're going or what you're doing, you'll always have just the right thing to listen to at your fingertips. Perfect for road trips, lazy beach days, long bike rides, or just barbecuing in the backyard. Right now, for a limited time, Amazon Prime members can save 53% on four months of Audible. That's only $6.95 a month. If you're not an Amazon Prime member, what are you waiting for? Go to Amazon and sign up so you can get this deal and so much more. Get more out of summer with Audible. To take advantage of this incredible limited time offer, go to audible.com slash wade. That's audible.com slash wade. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Andrew, before we start, I really, I need to get your opinion on one of the more probably important topics that we've discussed in a while, uh, and that is, what did you think of Kenny Omega's hair? <laughs> um, it was interesting. Um, Freaked me I out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't think I could pull it off, but um, I think it worked okay for him. Um, it's very dark. He kind of looks like a vampire. Yeah, he does kind of look like a vampire. Uh, maybe like a Kevin Thorne type. Yeah, not not a gang, not so much gang girl, but definitely vampire esque. Yeah, maybe that was a tease that Kevin Thorne's coming in. Maybe. I mean, look, I'm connecting the dots a little bit here, right? Yeah. But you've got. Kenny Omega, who's fighting Christian, who used to be in the brood, which was a very... Va- so yes. I'm just throwing that out there. Maybe I all along. Maybe in more- 19, we had no idea in 1998 or 1997, but Kenny Omega was actually the brains behind the brood, perhaps. Oh, man. I mean, after we saw Billy Gunn turn on the big show, I mean, I it's certainly possible that they're, they're just taking things from 1998. Uh, yeah, what, what was that all about? We have a lot to get to, but what, was that that was one of the more confusing <laughs> angles I think we've seen uh, in <laughs> some considerable time. <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, I have no idea. Uh, I, it made me sad because it just means more QT Marshall on TV. I, I, I figured. Well, I was hoping that maybe he would get squashed and that would be the end of him, but. No, it seems like he found a way to keep himself relevant by teaming up with Billy Gunn in the Gun Club. Come on, you're not excited for uh, for old QT? <laughs> you don't want to see more uh, QT? No. I mean, no. no. Not at all. No. <laughs> I, th- I would rather see Billy Gunn versus the Big Show, and that's... <laughs> and I don't want to see that at all. Uh, yeah, I mean, I won't. Who can blame you? Who can no, blame no. you? We're, we're going to get it, though. It's coming. Yeah. I'm sure. I, yeah, that, yeah, that's definitely one of the more confusing things that they've done, and I don't know why they did it on the go-home show, essentially. Uh, um, I mean, I guess Rampage is their go-home show, but there's a bigger audience tonight. Um, it just... I'm trying to add something to this big show, QT Marshall thing, uh, that's yeah. clearly not working, but whatever 
Yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of things that don't seem to be working, but there's some things that are working. And one thing that I wanted to talk to you about, yeah, uh, because it's funny, you know, we we have discussed. Sorry, I'm trying to fix some technical issues as we're talking, so um, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm kind of like all over the place and a little back and forth. But anyway, um, there. We talked a lot about the the idea that Christian was in this match to begin with. It was a little weird. It felt a little weird to me. I know it felt a little weird to you, too. And we talked about that, how you know, it just didn't make a whole lot of sense to us. Why is Christian the one that's in this title match? And maybe it's because Hangman had to go away. There was a lot of things. And I, and I was really thinking back on it over the weekend about how if – if the Darby Allen CM Punk match is going to go on last, which I think from reading some of Tony Khan's comments lately, I think it probably does have to close the show at all out. So, mm-hmm. obviously, we 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 had an idea that Punk was coming in when that match was changed, but I think looking back in hindsight, it's a really good idea to have. Christian and Kenny Omega be the title match for All Out on this pay per view, even though it doesn't feel like a it doesn't feel like a world title match on a, on a big show. But in reality, the biggest match on this big show is going to be the CM Punk match. It's not really going to be the the Christian match, the Christian Kenny Omega match. So as much as I was critical of that going back, you know, weeks ago and you know with hinds- with hindsight and some retrospect. I, I think I really think that that's why they changed it. I really do. I, I think that the secondary title match going on the same show where Punk's match probably closes things out was a big deciding factor in that. And I know like Hangman Page is off now. I think his wife is having a baby, if I remember correctly. So th- this may have been a thing where it was planned time off anyway, but it really couldn't have worked out better. So even if even if that part of it was legitimate and, and Hangman had to go away for a while and you had to put someone else into that spot, who are you going to put? I mean, are you going to really waste a, a higher-profile title match when you know it's going to get overshadowed by Punk and Darby Allin anyway? Probably not. And then I think, again, like to kind of back up the fact that I think Tony made the right call here is the fact that they had a really good 12-minute television match on Rampage a couple of weeks ago, the first, the very first Rampage to open that show. So it's like you were able to get a lot of things out of that. We talked about that last week. You were able to get the Impact title off of Omega, so now he doesn't have to lose to an Impact guy. And I, I think as much as I was critical of Christian and didn't, and I still don't think that as a name, he, he's a very attractive draw in the main event. He's clearly got mm. some sort of chemistry with Kenny Omega because that rampage match was pretty good. So if they had a good 12 minute te- television match, I think they're probably going to have a, p- a pretty good 22 minute pay-per-view match. So with all the factors kind of leading into it, I, I don't think that there was really a better decision to be made here. Like I think that I think the decision they made to put Christian in this match is as weird as it feels saying it. I think the decision they made to put Christian in this match feels like the right decision. It feels like the best one. I I, I definitely see what you're saying, I, but I might have gone. I, I wouldn't have gone like a top like three four player, but I think I would have probably just rolled the dice and maybe done somebody like a Lance Archer. Um, kind of like somebody you know who's probably not going to win but you're still going to like spotlight them a little bit um i mean i i think christian's just kind of had a rough run so far um and again we like it goes back to him being like revealed as the big surprise uh well that, yeah, that was definitely by punk and everything. That, that never worked 
Yeah. So I think, I mean, there's some things like working against him and I, I, uh, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, the match was really good on rampage. Um, but I think I probably would have held off on a Christian, um, match, um, probably a while longer until he's kind of like really established himself and like maybe like the six that he did, um, so far. Well, it goes back to, I think, one of the critical things that we've talked about before is like they needed to, realistically, they probably needed to put him in a better position to challenge for the title. You know what I mean? Like he needed to do something yeah. more worthwhile. If that's what you knew you were going to do, and maybe maybe it's because they were rushed into it, I don't know. But it, it feels like, you know, they probably should have put... And it's not that's not something that that they've done with just Christian either. Like they also probably should have put MJF in a better position to look like a legitimate challenger for the world title before they just put him in that match. Like that's something that has been, I don't think necessarily a Christian problem because they've done that with a couple Mm -hmm. of guys now. I mean, even going back, yeah, I I think going back to probably, and I'd have to go back to see who who he had who he had beaten on television to that point. And I know the pandemic definitely was playing a role at that point. But, I mean, I think you could even go back to Brody Lee last year and say that they really put Brody in a position to challenge for the world title. I don't know. I I don't remember. I'd have to go back and look. And then you can go, okay, well, did they really put MJF in a position to challenge Omega for the world? Probably not. (laughs) You know, at least – and I understand some people disagree with that. But it's like this has been a common theme where – they're just kind of throwing people into world title matches without really getting them there on television. So I don't know how much of that is a is a Christian issue and how much of that is a, you know, this is just something where they're still struggling from a booking standpoint to make those guys look like they're ready to be legitimate challengers. Yeah, I would say it's definitely a booking issue. And the thing is, like, too, it's like it's frustrating because there's only four pay-per-views a year they have three months to to plot something else out and like give some big wins to uh the contenders but um time and time again they have kind of like failed to do that um but also just like i just want to make this point too like i get what you're saying like with christian uh and and kenny omega like getting the title match because it's kind of like like royal rumble where they would sometimes experiment to do like bob holly versus brock lesnar because <laughs> you knew like the rumble itself was the big draw of the night kind of like with punk um, and Darby Allen here. So I, I think they can get away with like having a weaker challenger. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I think having Christian actually pick up some relevant wins would have, would have helped his cause. Um, hundred percent would have. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent would have. And that's something that I think is not, they've, that's been a struggle they've had really for a year, maybe more. Uh, in terms of trying to get guys ready, I mean, at the very beginning, it almost they were almost doing a better job at the very beginning because no, they didn't have enough television time to get anybody ready for a, a world title mm-hmm. shot. You know what I mean? So it's like at the very beginning, everybody was in the same boat. The whole company had kind of just started, so it's not like they really everybody was just in the same spot in terms of not really having time to be prepared and ready for a a title match like that. But now where they've got plenty of television time, especially now at Rampage, they got plenty of television time. Um, yeah, it does feel like there's something, there's something kind of missing in, in the buildup, and it hasn't even just been with Christian; it's been with a lot of guys. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, it's been multiple. I, like, I don't feel it was a problem with like the John Moxley thing. I mean, I I can't quite remember, um, like how that came about, but like I don't remember us complaining <laughs> about that at the time. No. Yeah. No. 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 For sure. Yeah. For sure.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Daily Cast listeners. Thank you, first of all, for streaming the shows. Be sure you're subscribing. Just search PW Torch in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to pro wrestling podcasts. But while you're at it, if you're not yet, please subscribe to the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcast and Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Post Shows. Search Wade Keller and see two logos pop up, a blue one and a red one. The red logo, the post shows, cover Raw and SmackDown each week with a fast turnaround time of a couple hours after the show's end. And also, every Saturday, we present a flashback to our analysis from five years ago that week covering Raw. Jason Powell from ProWrestling.net joins me, and we analyze what happened on Raw five years ago. So check out that time capsule every weekend. The Blue Logo Show features the Thursday flagship, plus our first-run interviews, our classic interviews, and our mailbag segments. So again, search Wade Keller and click subscribe to both the Red Logo and the Blue Logo. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, here's another thing I want to talk to you about. Before we, go to, before we get to emails and all that stuff. Sorry. Uh, if, if it sounds different, I'm, I'm trying to play with audio. I apologize. But I've got a, a different mic that I'm using, and I'm in a different place than I usually am. So you can probably hear the air conditioner go on and off every once in a while. Um, 
But in any event, this was something I was thinking about over the weekend, too, and I wanted to to run down and, and just get your reaction to this. So sure. you and I have talked about this. And again, I feel like I'm, I'm just apologizing one, one after another this week. But you and I uh, dis- have discussed at length Tony Khan, Tony Khan's hiring spree, where he's just kind of hiring everybody, right? Yes. And I know he said he wouldn't do that like two years ago, that they weren't going to just hoard wrestlers and stuff like that. But mm. the reason why, and again, the reason why I think it's made sense in in hindsight, and they probably, as much as I don't want anybody to lose their job, what they probably have to do now is trim some fat and release some guys. But let me read to you what the all-out card in 2019 was. Some of these oh, matches you're going to remember. Some of them okay. you're not. You're not going to remember some of them. I'm sure. Some of them you're going to. And I think because I was looking at this the other day, and I was like, you know what? This is why they've signed these guys because the 2019 All Out card, if as I'm going to read it right now, does not sound like a pay per view card. <laughs> I just only and this is when they just didn't have the depth on their roster. So that pay per view was, and I'm going to leave the the pre show stuff out of it. They started with a six man. Christopher Daniels, Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky defeated Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Marco Stunt. Okay. Uh, this was a really good match. Pac defeated Kenny Omega. Then we had Jimmy Havoc Wait. beating... Wait, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, your mic cut out. All right, all right maybe my internet did. What, what, what was that, the second one? Uh, uh, Pac defeated Kenny Omega, which was an obvious... I mean, that's a pay-per-view caliber match for sure. It was a really good match, too. The fourth match of the show, Jimmy Havoc defeated Darby Allen and Joey Janela in the Cracker Battle Cracker Barrel Clash match. Remember that one? <laughs> that one I do remember, yes. Yeah. But I mean Jimmy Havoc, Darby Allen, and Joey Janela on a pay per view now would be like, huh, really? Yeah. Uh, that's that's a good point, yeah. The sixth match on that show was Evil Uno and Stu Grayson beating Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta. <laughs> For, for oh, wow. the tag team titles, that was a tag team championship match. <laughs> the Dark Order and the was? Friends was a, was the tag team championship match. Wait, did he? Oh no, 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 no! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I I began to tell a lie. Uh, it was uh, that was for a first round buy in the tag team championship tournament. I, I read that incorrectly, gotcha. but still, it had tag team championship implications. And yeah. it was the Dark Order against the Best Friends. So that was the sixth match on the show. Yeah. The seventh ma- seventh match of the show was Riho against Sheeta, good women's match. Right, and then yep. they closed pretty strong. I, well, after they had Cody and Sean Spears as the eighth match on the show. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. the 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 semi main event was Lucha Brothers against the Young Bucks for the AAA Tag Titles. That was obviously a good match, and then Jericho and Page in the first AEW World Title match. Obviously a pay-per-view caliber match, but I think you could, based on kind of like AEW's roster now, you could look at that card, which was an eight-match card with the with the pre-show matches, ten, including the pre-shows. There's maybe three out of those eight right now that feel like they belong in an AEW pay-per-view. 
I mean, if, maybe four with the women's match. If you were to tell me, like, Cody and Sean yeah. Spears at this point is not a pay-per-view match. Cody is. Sean Spears should not be in a, in a, in a singles match in a pay-per-view. No. Like, Cody and Sean Spears is not a pay-per-view match. Uh, Jimmy Havoc, Darby yeah. Allen, and Joey Janela definitely isn't. Dark Order and Best Friends definitely isn't. Even the opening six-man, no, not a pay-per-view match. So it's like maybe half those matches would fly as being pay-per-view caliber matches for them now. And I think that's because they brought in John Moxley and they brought in as much as I <laughs> dislike the character at times, Matt Hardy. And they brought in Christian. They brought in <laughs> kind of just bigger names to the mm-hmm. point where like half of this card two years ago, half of this card doesn't even feel like it would be pay-per-view caliber now. Right. Or am I wrong? Yeah. No, no, I can. Yeah, I, I was actually surprised, like the lack of star power. Like as you read through that, I would have, uh, like in my mind, it was it was bigger than that. But I mean, it's hard to argue that at least like the signings they've made haven't been overall pretty solid enough. Because like I don't know about you, but I don't want to pay fifty bucks to watch Sean Spears in a singles match anymore. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. <laughs> No offense to Sean Spears, but I mean, but yeah, I mean, I think that's why they, I think that's why they went on the, (laughs) I think that's why they went on the hiring spree that they did. And it's why, you know, they've built on some guys too, but like, it's why punk was, was in punk. It's why they needed CM Punk. Like as much as it's a no brainer, they needed CM Punk. It's why they need, uh, Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson even because, Mm-hmm. You know, like they're they're building up their star power. Two years ago, there really wasn't a lot of star power at all. I'm I'm kind of surprised at the lack of star power. Yeah, I am too. Um, but they, yeah, again, they've, they've done a really good job of like just kind of establishing some of their own talent um, and kind of putting people in the right place. And um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy because like, yeah, it's uh, how many people have just in the past like year or so have joined the company and how many big names like due to WWE, like not uh, taking advantage of what they have. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And they, and they could have more joining too. Uh, in the very near Sounds future. like, yeah, I mean, they certainly, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like the Adam Cole, they certainly teased tonight. Just a little bit. <laughs> what yeah. did you think of, what did you think of CM Punk getting physical for the first time? Um, I don't uh, it, random <laughs> I What's mean I guess random yeah they had to I do mean, something. The, the choice of guy yeah the choice of guys they had him in there with I assume is what you're talking about yeah I don't I, I don't get like I get it's fine to have like punk like beat the crap out of those guys because I don't think they're like a big deal but then I I don't know why they're giving them like such the TV time that they are and like giving Darby Allen a, a match against I, I is Daniel Garcia is that it uh yeah uh, because he's he's lost every big match he's been in so far, so I, I it just seems like needless. I, I would have rather I don't know just had an intense punk promo and and then what they did, but um, but again they needed to do something because it, it was kind of just like a rehash of the previous two weeks. So well, that was gonna be um, yeah, that was gonna be what I was gonna say. Like if if you don't have punk at physical in some manner, yeah. I mean, he's already done two weeks in a row just coming out and cutting promos. Like, are you going to do that again? I felt like they needed to put something in there to make it physical, you know? Yeah, I was really hoping that tonight's would have been a lot, like, more special or interesting because, I mean, yeah, again, two weeks ago, that was one of the best 
wrestling moments I've probably ever seen. And then like, I'm already like just waiting for the next chapter. It's kind of like what they did with sting when they signed him, they just kept doing the same thing over and over and over for like two months. Um, so I'm hoping like, like we get like the intense punk that we had before. Um, yeah. I'm not completely down on him yet, but I, I was hope, just hoping for a little bit, something more. I think too. I mean, obviously I was critical of them going with punk and Darby Allen as the match. I mean that it still feels yeah. weird to me. I, I, yeah. I don't think it's the right match for multiple reasons. I don't think it's right to have punk go in there against another baby face. You know, obviously he's not going to be a heel. Not right now. <laughs> uh, we mm-hmm. talked about that. I mean, he'll, he can be a heel, but he's not going to be a heel right now considering he just came back. But I, here's another thing that I think needs to be considered when we, when we kind of look at punk and Darby Allen, and why is that ma- why is that match happening? Why is that match the match? And I think a big part of it, and I think this plays a big role, and I, I think it's one that is a, well, we probably didn't take into consideration enough when we were talking about this. Is it sounds like that's the match Punk wanted. So if you're bringing in CM Punk and you're bringing in CM Punk knowing that, you know, he he pretty much has, he can pretty much do what he wants. You know, he's going to have creative control, obviously over himself. Mm-hmm. You wanted to sign this guy. You've been courting him for a year. He finally agrees to sign. Are you going to push back? Are you going to push back against his first creative idea? That wouldn't be really smart if you're trying to create a, a good working relationship. So, I, I mean, I think, honestly, I think Punk could have said just about anybody. And, and Tony would have been in a position where he would have had to have said, okay, you know, unless he's coming out going like, hey, I, I want to work, you know, Marco Stunt or I want to work. I want to work QT Marshall. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, with the exception of like maybe a handful of, of certain yeah. individuals, no matter who Punk said he wanted to work with, if you're Tony Khan, do you not just say, okay, and let him do it? And then, you know, maybe after this match, if, if the next idea is one you really don't like, you can you can push back against it. But at least you've established a little bit of trust there. And who knows? I mean, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe Tony agrees with the match. It's it, Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But even if he didn't, I would think – if it was Punk's idea, if I owned the company and, and I had just signed CM Punk and Punk came to me with an idea and he wanted to wrestle Darby Allen, I'm probably going to say, okay. Especially if it's the first idea he's brought you, right? I think so. But although I think I read that uh, um, it was Tony's idea to do that and they just kind of like ran with it. Um, but I mean, obviously, like Punk had to go along with it. Um, which I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think he, I wish he would have cho- chosen somebody else um, for that yeah. role, but I'm, oh, yeah, so would probably I. I, but I think want to be on I, the same page. Yeah, exactly. And I think what I'm interested in too is like, what is, what's Punk's idea for after this? Because mm-hmm. one of the big takeaways I had, and I rewatched it this week, the, the, in a, it's a WWE produced documentary. So who knows how accurate it is, but in the, the documentary that WWE did on Punk, everything, when it came to creative, all he talked about was, okay, that's good. What's next? Okay, I'm, t- I'm fighting Triple H at WrestleMania. Great. What about it? What's going to happen after that? I'm, t- I'm taking on Undertaker at WrestleMania. Great. What n- Then what? He was always about the then what. So I'd be very interested in knowing 
and we'll see how it plays out. But what what's the then what <laughs> to Darby Allen? Because I'm sure it's not, hey, we'll do the Darby Allen match, and then when All Out is over, we'll figure out what comes next. Punk seems like he's the type that has the second and third chapter already already written. You know, they haven't performed it yet, but it's already written. And he like he knows what that's going to be. And I'd be very interested. I am very interested in seeing how that's going to play out, how Darby Allen plays into the rest of whatever CM Punk is going to do. Yeah, I, I'm curious as well, and I, I don't have, like, a, a good idea. I mean, do you just, like, run right into uh, Kenny Omega versus Punk and, like, you know, do that at yeah. their next pay-per-view in three months? Like, nobody – like, again, like, nobody obvious, like, sticks out to me for the next program because, like, you could do, like, MJF, but I'm going to assume Jericho's going to win. And so uh, you probably don't just – you know, you don't want, like, MJF coming off a losing uh, match to ride into Punk, but – um, I don't know. I mean, Daniel, Brian Danielson, maybe <laughs> just do something wild. Maybe. I mean, the, the thing that's going to be really interesting though, is that November pay-per-view, I, I actually, uh, heard an interview this week where, where Tony had said that November pay-per-view is usually one of their lowest rated pay-per-views. It's one of the ones they always have the most issues with. It's one of the ones that they've continued to stick on Saturday because of the NFL, mm-hmm. And yeah. he won't, they won't compete against the NFL with obvious reasons. They own an NFL team. So that yep. pay-per-view is going to remain on a Saturday. And on that Saturday, they still have to contend with, you know, big college football games that are on on Saturday night. I believe I read this week. So I don't know if that full gear date's going to – is it full, full gears in November, right? Revolution is the one at the beginning of the year. We always I think so, but I'm still – I know. I'm still <laughs> getting used to their <laughs> – I'm going to say full gear and pretend that that's the one. Um, uh, yeah. I think that same date that they have for full gear, obviously there'll be college football games that night, but I believe, and I could be wrong, but I believe that it was just announced that Canelo Alvarez is also fighting that night. Yeah. The biggest draw in boxing. So unless they move it, so here's going to be the interesting thing. So they're either going to have to move the date to get away from the Canelo fight, which is going to hurt them, um, mm-hmm. or they're going to have massive competition in that November pay-per-view window. And I don't know that you want to put – I don't know that you want to put Punk and Omega, which is probably – it gives you the best chance to compete against Canelo in college football, yeah. but it also means it's not going to look good if that – pay-per-view doesn't perform well compared to the others (laughs) you know what i mean so like i don't know if you want to put Mm -hmm. that match in that spot unless they change the night they may have to because streaming plays such a big role now it may not matter but i'm thinking too like some of the smaller television companies some of the smaller cable companies that only have one or two pay-per-view channels it's not so much the ones around the big cities, but like in the Midwest, a lot of the really like rural rural areas, the smaller companies that don't, that don't have big pay per view clearance, they're all going to go with the Canelo fight before they go with Rampage. Uh, so it was before they go with AEW as far as like linear pay per views. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they can move the date with the building or what, but I, that may play a role into what we were just talking about with Punk. Like, what do they do? Are they going to want to put a big match on that show? knowing that it might not perform well and then they're stuck with 
oh no, CM Punk's not a draw. Like people thinking Punk's not a draw because he was in a world title match and it did worse than you know All Out did or whatever. It's gonna be that that show's gonna be in a really tough spot. Hi, this is John Arezzi. Matt Memories, my wildlife in pro wrestling, country music, and with the Mets is now available everywhere books are sold. Co-written by Greg Oliver, Matt Memories is the story of my roller coaster life. Learn the inside stories about my days as the host of the groundbreaking Pro Wrestling Spotlight radio show and as the wrestling convention pioneer and dealmaker. I hold nothing back. Matt Memories, available now from ECW Press. That's another, yeah, I, I hadn't even really, like, considered that, like, so, I, I don't know, like, I guess I don't know what the next step is for CM Punk, um, I mean, I hope that they, they turn the gears on him, and then he starts, like, cutting really intense promos, and, like, gets to that next chapter soon, um, but yeah, I don't know what that next chapter would be, um, and especially Do if, yeah, like, turn heel? um, what if he turned heel right after I don't the WWE match? Would it work? Uh, oh gosh, do you think? Not in Chicago. Not but... in Ch- no, 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 not in Chicago. But like the the dynamite oh, after, oh, oh. I, you know? Would it, do you, would um, it even work, or is it still too early? Is it is he still too new? I would say it's still too new, but I would give it a couple months. And if like, so obviously, like the ratings haven't gone through the roof since he returned. Um, so I don't know. I guess maybe you wait like a couple months and just be like, he's if he's not bringing in like two hundred thousand people, you might just go like, well, you know, we're stacked, so let's turn him. But I would probably for like the next big heel turn, I would probably go Cody Rhodes first because he seems to be like the odd man out. But right, yeah, true. Maybe when he comes back. Although I'm I'm imagining he's going to come back and you know avenge Arn Anderson. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're just going to set up. Yeah, that and Malachi Black's gonna take out twenty people that we don't care about. <laughs> Here's an idea, not to like completely fantasy book here, but if there's one way you could probably turn Punk heel soon, mm-hmm. I think it would be in September on the New York show. Daniel Bryan comes out; he's gonna get the same type of reaction as Punk, and then Punk. Interrupts Danielson's, you know, welcome promo by just kicking the shit out of him, <laughs> just just beating him down. <laughs> just like don't with, even let him with, talk. Yeah, or something. Yeah, with the story yeah. kind of being like, you know, you had a like Brian Danielson, you had to come in and ruin my moment again. And mm-hmm. you could so play up things too. Maybe, oh, you, I didn't even think about say, that. Yeah, maybe you don't want to say yeah. WrestleMania, but you might be, be able to say like. If you're Punk the heel, like I left in 2014, and they put you in the main event of WrestleMania just to screw me. Like you took my moment in 2014, and now you're trying yeah. to take my moment again. Like you could definitely tell that story. I don't know if it's too early to make Punk a heel, but you could definitely turn him heel against Danielson and tell that story of like you stole my moment once now you're stealing my moment again and just make <laughs> punk just look like the most self-absorbed <laughs> a-hole in the world <laughs> and i think i think that would work i just don't know that i think it would work from like a storyline standpoint i i really wonder whether or not 
like fans would accept that this early or are they do they still just want to cheer CM Punk? I don't know. Yeah, I think I mean it, it's risky, but I mean obviously like Punk can cut like amazing heel promo, so it's not like I guess it's not a huge risk because you know he's going to be really good at it. Um, but yeah, that would be a fun way for him to turn heel or just and just like or continually have him beat up new people like Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ray Wyatt. Got, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. It's, <laughs> Everybody who comes in gets beat up by Punk because it's still his moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I could. Know. it but might be there's too early. Some turns but... soon to like line things up. I mean, beyond Billy Gunn, because I know he's going to be in the main event soon. But... <laughs> Come on, I mean, beyond Billy Gunn. Come on, man. <laughs> That's the biggest one. <laughs> Billy Gunn That's versus CM one. Punk at full gear. Calling it. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we kind of we were talking about that at the very beginning of the show. Did that feel like it came out of, completely out of nowhere? Um, yeah. Why is, why is Billy Gunn turning on Big Show, and why is anybody supposed to care about it? <laughs> did, the, did the end of the segment end with QT and Billy Gunn, like, did they because they made it look like QT like didn't have anything to do with it, right? Or did they like give that up? Because I, I think I was texting you, <laughs> so I like, missed. I mean, he was the, there. the very end of it. Yeah, I mean, QT was there, but it's like, like they're built. They're they're spending a lot of time building up what I'm assuming is going to be like a 45 second match where yeah. Big Show just choke slams QT and pins him. <laughs> and if that's all it's going to be, you don't need to you don't need to build that up. Just you know advertised big show's gonna kill qt that's all you need to do like i i don't i just don't get it because there's like six bland like three bland jobbers who are with qt marshall and they're like well let's just add three more <laughs> like really green or two really green people <laughs> and a 50 year old guy like that's gonna save this crappy angle yeah. qt qt uh, marshall qt yeah he yeah I, i'm just i just He's like he just has channel turning heat for me, and I I'm not going to turn the channel because I got to watch. But I know what you I mean. Could, I but would. he's you know, heel, heel of the year right there. Heel of the year. <sighs> so I, I, it's so frustrating. Yeah, I still don't get that one. I still don't get that one. That, that's one that I think uh, you know as much as it, I've I've issued some mea culpas tonight. I've said you know I think I may have been a little wrong about Christian. And I think I may have been a, a little wrong about, uh, you know, Darby Allen being the opponent for bunk. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that. I think I was wrong about QT. QT Marshall should not be in a pay-per-view program. <laughs> we just talked earlier about like, you know, do these feel like pay-per-view cards or not? If QT Marshall is in the main event or, or not even the main, if QT Marshall's on the show, it's not a pay-per-view match. I'm sorry. It's not, you know, the guy looks oh, like, 100%. Me. I'm and not, he's like I shouldn't be on a pay-per-view three, match yeah. either. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't get like how he could pitch that to Tony Khan. And Tony Khan's like, yeah, that's a really good idea. Like, let's let's run with that. Um, yeah, makes so makes me a little makes me a little scratch, little head scratcher there. Man, I'm sorry. Can you hear this rain? No, is it pouring? Man, it, it is downpouring right now. So we're in the middle of, I mean, granted, we didn't get it nearly as bad as the people of Louisiana, but we're getting the remnants of Hurricane Ida passing over me literally as we record this, and it is downpouring out. 
Wow. Oh yeah. No, I can't. I can't hear anything. <laughs> Good. It is dumb. They just. I just saw something come up on the news. I got the the TV on like with. Uh, it's on mute, but it's on in the background as we record this. And I just saw something come up that you know the the basically the suburbs of Boston where I live has gotten three inches of rain in the last hour. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's Which is nice. A ridiculous amount of rain. Uh, it's a ridiculous amount of rain for a full day, let alone the last hour. But yeah, we've gotten three inches of rain in the last hour. Uh, are you in the basement right now? Uh, I I actually am. Yeah. Do you get a, do you get rain in there? Um. So we do. The there's a there's a pump, but it it hasn't gone off yet. I'm actually surprised. Mm. Uh, but it's it's smell like you know that like kind of musty basement smell. Yes. Yeah, we usually don't have that. I definitely have, like, musty basement smell right now. <laughs> it's always comforting. Yeah, yeah, it's good. You know, my, my, uh, it's always good. It's just such a weird night. That's why I'm in a different part of the basement, because where my desk usually is, you'd be, you would have heard the oh, pump go off if the pump went off. Sure. So I moved to the other side, which means the mic that I have on a mic stand on my desk that's like attached to my desk I can't use. So I had to use the mobile mic. And of course, the spot that I picked is right next to the air conditioner. So you may hear that every once in a while. I'm going to lose, lose. No matter what, I'm going to sound different and I'm going to have something going off in the background. The important thing is, though, you showed up. I did. Yeah. I didn't call in sick. No, we're here. We're here. No days uh, off. Let's check in on the Twitch chat. And, oh, Woods. Woods is a regular commenter. He says, QT was on Twitter again this week telling people that they don't understand booking, and he needs to be on TV to help use Paul White to bring eyes to the product. People wanted Big Show to retire four years ago in WWE, and now AEW has added the Charisma Void QT to help him bring viewers in. So, I mean, I don't know if he was in character or not on Twitter, but if if he's trying to make the point that he needs to be on television so that Paul White can get on television so that they can bring more eyes to AEW, it, and that's his actual, like, real life rationale as a booker. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe he shouldn't be booking. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I need to be. I need to be on TV so that Paul White can be on TV. First of all, do you need Paul White on TV to bring eyeballs to your product? I don't know <laughs> that's if that's really question. doing anything. Yeah, that's number one. And number two, even if you did, it has to be you. There's no one else you could put in that spot. It has to be you. I don't know. That seems a little weird. Yeah, I think. I mean, I haven't been super down on the idea of Paul White wrestling. I think you could because I've I've argued like you could, you know, have him get a couple wins and then you feed him to Lance Archer or whoever you want to be in that role. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I don't, it doesn't, I, there's so many other ways you could have done it. Just like ha- have Paul White, you know, somebody else <laughs> just like trash talk because him and he's like, okay, that's it. I'm, I'm getting in the ring. Or he's like, man, this young person really impresses me. I want to, I want to see if I still got it sort of thing. Um, but yeah, so I mean, either QT Marshall is just crazy or he's, uh, doing it in character, which also like doesn't make any sense because then he's basically like breaking the fourth wall. Um, because so I, I I don't get what he's doing. I and I don't like it. <laughs> it just uh, it just annoys me. Should we get to emails? I mean, it makes sense. We should probably read some emails here. Yeah, let's do uh, it. Let's see. This is actually from today. Are all these from today? Wait a minute. That's that's crazy. All of the emails we have are from today. I don't think that's ever happened before. No. Only one of them 
only one of them is since Dynamite aired. So some of these are before Dynamite aired tonight, but still, they're all from today. Uh, first is Rory. He says, hello, guys. I want to know, who do you see being in the main event scene post-All Out? With the arrivals coming in, do you think it will prevent guys like MJF and, and Hangman Page from working at the top of the card? It's year two for them, and you could argue back in 2019, both were probably projected to be facing each other for the AEW title by now. Also, what about talents like Miro, Malachi Black, and Andrade? They're essentially working the same mid-card that they did at WWE, although slightly better. Do you see these talents staying in the mid-card or trying to move to the main event as well? Enjoy all out. So, Rory Rory actually brings up a really good point here. Um... (laughs) I would argue they are in a better position than they were in WWE because they're going to just their characters are better. Yes. Yep. But Miro Malachi Black and Andrade are essentially in the same spot now in terms of just spot. Take the character out of it. But in terms of spot on the card, they're kind of in the same spot now that they were in WWE. Malachi Black's probably a little bit higher because he's feuding mm-hmm. with Cody. But the other two are, are definitely, you know, in the same spot on the card. Really? Right. Um. I, I guess they are, but they also aren't doing 50-50 booking with them. Um, exactly. Well, that's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. So they're at least like making them look like they could be contenders. Whereas like Andrade, I wouldn't be surprised if his winning record was like, you know, he won 40% of the time. The guy just lost all the time. Uh, yeah, they're not losing nearly as much as they were losing in WWE. That's for sure. Yeah. So they're still in like the mid card, but I think all three guys are positioned where they could get main event shots um just because like they treat them like stars they they like win most of their matches um and they're not going to do anything like ridiculous like i mean alistair black didn't he just do the knock on my door thing for like months then yeah so i yeah i mean i think like if you look at it from like an artistic standpoint and like you know they are looking at how they're being used i'm sure they're all like much happier um, character-wise, I mean, except for Andrade, might have probably liked how he was better used in NXT at this point, but we'll see. Of those three, of the three that he named there, Malachi Black, Miro, and Andrade, who do you think? Who do you think is the first of those three to be in the main event picture? Oh, that's a fun question. Um, I think it's close between Miro and Malachi, but I would go. Malachi Black. So would I. And I, and I think I, I would agree with you that it's close between those two. Because they definitely, I mean, and, and I know we talked about how, like Tony Khan said, the spring of 2021 was the time he was really going to, to begin to push Miro. That has mm-hmm. played itself out over the last three or four months. I mean, they've really protected him yeah. really well, I think. And, you know, it's it, it, the, the, title, the title that he's holding is not what it was when Cody held it or when when Brody Lee held it or anything like that. But I mean, he's, it still feels important. It definitely still feels important. And he's a big part of the show and he's, and he's being protected. He's not losing. That's been the biggest thing. He's not losing matches. Mm-hmm. We're now on Patreon by popular demand. You can now support us directly through Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash PW torch VIP. We have three tiers, including an entry level tier one that takes the ads and plugs away. You can have the VIP versions of the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcast, Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Post Shows, and the PW Torch Daily Cast. That's 14 podcasts per week 
but with the ads and plugs edited out, plus you get the VIP after shows. Don't be left out anymore from those for just $4.99 at patreon.com slash PWTorchVIP. We also have a second tier and a third tier where you can upgrade to get other VIP content, including other VIP podcasts and the PW Torch newsletter, the current ones and 20 years ago version. So go check it out, patreon.com slash PWTorchVIP. Yeah, I mean, I think just that segment tonight uh, with him and Eddie Kingston, I think that was one of the highlights of the night. I just, Miro has beyond like exceeded my expectations of what I thought he could do in the company. Uh, he's just on fire right now. And um, I could see that him certainly like continuing to, to rise up the card. And I, I think it also depends too. Like if we're talking like true main event, it just depends who holds the belt because all three aren't really likely in the near future if it's going to be Kenny Omega, but say if it goes to Punk or Hangman Page, um, I think, uh, you know, Miro and Malachi are certainly possible. I just, I think, I, maybe I'm just like not, not high on Andrade at the moment, but he just doesn't seem to, I don't know, be inspiring a lot of people at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah I agree. Uh, what about, um, what about the overall feel to this episode of Dynamite tonight, too. I mean, they've had some interesting go-home shows. And, and I thought it was – this one was noteworthy because it was a go-home show to a pay-per-view. But they've got another one on Friday. Mm-hmm. It's the first, the first time they've had that. And yep. it, most of the go-home shows for – due to pay-per-views, most of the go-home Dynamites, the pay-per-views have been very video package heavy, very – promo heavy not a lot of in-ring stuff it's been mostly an infomercial for the pay-per-view this one definitely felt different so i i wonder is rampage going to take on that on friday i, I don't know but i mean yeah rampage is also live on friday so you would think they would have to present something you know in the ring to keep that crowd satisfied or otherwise why are they buying a ticket <laughs> but uh it, it's going to be did this did this format of this dynamite feel different than any of the other go home shows in your mind. Uh, I'd have to like, yeah, look at the, the cards, but this one did just feel weirder <laughs> overall. Uh, because I, the whole night too, I kept wondering, I'm like, wow, they're really not doing anything with Christian. Like he didn't cut any promos, uh, you know, about and Kenny Omega didn't like cut any promos until the very end. And then they ran that angle of just like kind of lumping the entire elite in there. Um, and that so, was yeah. weird to me, too. I know you and I t- talked about this right before we started recording, but it's like Christian's getting the absolute snot kicked out of him in the ring. They're lowering a cage, and it's like this guy's getting killed. And you had Excalibur and Jim Rogers being like, now remember, on Friday we have this, and and we've got all out coming up this Sunday. And like they were just like mm-hmm. in pitch mode while Christian's just getting <laughs> killed and murdered in the ring. Kendo sticks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that just felt a little strange. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It's one of those things like the visual of it sounds pretty cool, but it just didn't play out like a really hot ending, at least to me. But yeah, no, it, it felt flat. It felt yeah. kind of flat. I mean, it was it was exciting, but it it just didn't feel like it didn't. It, it also it also I don't know if the timing was off or what, but like it also went off the air in the middle of the segment, which I don't think helped it either. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's like it, they're still going on. The, the, they're still beating them up, and they're and they had to go off the air. So it's just it felt 
it felt like they didn't have enough time for it. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's one of those things where they maybe could have done had they had something more intense with like CM Punk in mind, like end of the night with that, because I, I think that might have been a hotter way, especially with the crowd there, uh, as, as opposed to that. But um, yeah, just I felt I don't know. There's something about the entire episode just felt a little off to me. Um, it wasn't like I don't think it was a bad one, but it just didn't seem like a yeah. like a red hot go home show that it should have been. No, I hear you. Uh, next email comes from Chad in Nebraska. We haven't heard from him for a while. Yeah. Uh, he says, guys, we'll ball as well. It's been a while. Yeah, we just said that. It has been. Uh, <laughs> but I had to make uh, time to email when I think Mike misspoke and put Darby Allen and HBK in the same sentence because I know Mike <laughs> knows better. Did I put them in the same sentence? I was, I'm just going to take his word for it and say that I did. I don't remember what I said, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall the circumstances, but it's possible. I'm not calling Chad a liar. I just don't remember exactly what I said. Um, right. Also, what are you guys' thoughts on Anthem owner Leonard Asper going Dixie Carter, tweeting out about Impact getting another, quote, big distribution deal? Just curious on your Impact thoughts. Have a good rest of the week, Chad in Nebraska. Yeah, so I've, he actually put a screenshot here. Uh, Leonard Asper, who's in head of Anthem Sports, tweeted on August 23rd, uh, hey, I am here. Was busy trying to keep up with Impact Wrestling launching so many new channel streams and products. Getting pumped things. Th- getting pumped. Th- get it? This doesn't make sense. Getting <laughs> pumped things. Thank you for watching in insanely increasing numbers. Big new distribution deal coming soon. Uh, yeah, I mean, who knows? It could be. Who, uh, who knows? Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Uh... I mean, maybe it's it's a bit. I've never even heard of this guy actually, but well, uh, I've heard his name before. Yeah, I always just heard of Ed Nordum. Um, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. He's the big one, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't get too excited if you're like a hardcore Impact fan. I would just assume it's an international thing. Yeah, I would assume it's nothing that he's even gonna have much of an impact no pun intended yeah because the ratings have not been very good at least uh stateside lately and uh but i mean they must have some money because the rumor is like braun Strowman is gonna join them at least that's what i saw <laughs> online getting, getting it from somewhere um chad actually had a follow-up he said he forgot to add something and he knows the best part of the show is everyday help it's not even wrestling uh, I am not he says he's not crazy because he's a bar of soap user so clearly he knows okay. what's up fair enough uh, but we have he says we have randomly been hearing knocking at our house random times throughout the night and day once it was on a window right behind me my wife woke up the past couple of nights and felt someone run into the bed and no one was there and the, and the night she heard running up and down the stairs all night as well just wanted your thoughts Chad in Nebraska well I think I mean Andrew I don't know about you but Chad clearly has to move yeah get out get the hell out of there <laughs> get out of the house <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> drop what you're doing um, yeah, get out clearly you're the some there's something in that house that doesn't want you there <laughs> I mean, uh, okay, so so Chad has only heard the knocks on the window, right? And then the, his wife has heard, felt somebody jump into bed and then running up. If and down I the felt steps? someone, if yeah, if I felt someone jump into bed with me, I can't even tell you how quickly I'd be out of the house. Oh my, I'd jump out the window. I'd be I'm sleeping in my car. I'd be like, screw it. I mean, I'm yeah, in the I driveway. Would... I'm out. <laughs> 
<laughs> you should, while your kids are in the house, you just get out of there. <laughs> they can stay if they want, but if, it yeah. go, if I felt somebody jump into bed with me, I would have been out so fast. It, just, see you later. Yeah. Uh, keep us updated on this. I want to. I want to know if you hear more things, Chad. Uh, although, yeah. Don't don't mess. With I almost it. don't. I almost had to sell my house this week. Did you have a ghost? No. Uh, but we had something that might be worse. I don't know. It, it, it turned out, well, it, we thought it was worse and ended up not being bad at all. So we, uh, you know, the, the ring cameras, obviously like the doorbells, the video doorbells. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I bought one, like a flood, they make them like in a floodlight. So we got one that's a floodlight for, we had to replace the floodlight over our driveway. So I was like, oh, well, we'll get a ring one because then we can use it as the camera you know, over the driveway. It'll be great. So... I installed it. It was great. It works perfectly fine. And the other night, uh, my wife woke up and she like, it was the it was the next morning, and she's like, "What is this?" She's like, "There was motion in the driveway at like three in the morning. What what is it?" And she opens up to see what it was because it will keep the video like in the app. It just brings you push, gives push alerts on your phone, and it will be like, "Oh, there's motion at four a.m. or whatever it was." So she opens it up to look at it, and what we thought was an enormous rat was walking across our driveway going up against the garage and then down the side of the house and my wife was like that's it we're moving yeah oh yeah <laughs> rats oddly enough because we kind of live like in the woods but like rats have been a big problem in our town lately i don't they're doing a lot of developing they're building a lot of like new houses and stuff and from what i understand like it's disrupting a lot of areas where like the rats were living <laughs> in the woods so now they're oh, kind of just all around town it's becoming like a, it's becoming a pretty big issue, but I'm looking at this thing going like, there's no way like that can't. She's convinced it's a rat. She wants to move because she hates them. She's like yeah. that. That'll do it. She, that, I don't blame her, um, but she's like, that's it. Like we're selling the house. <laughs> like she wanted to burn the house down, and uh, and I'm looking and I'm like, that can't be a rat. If I had a cooler in the driveway that I was washing out, and like when it walked past the cooler, it was the same length as the cooler and i'm like if that is a rat it's the biggest damn rat i've ever seen like that rat has to be three feet long after doing some digging and a friend of mine who is a but i'm watching the video and the video looks like a rat so after uh like uh, lots and lots of digging and then showing it to a friend of mine who happens to be an exterminator he goes nope he goes it looks like an enormous rat but watch right there like and that's when the motion light comes on so like the light clicked on and the thing looked up it must have heard the click and it looked up it stopped moving and looked up and he goes the whole he goes that's face you can see it right there the face is white he goes that's a possum that's not a rat And then I felt fine about it. And I was like, oh. But it was fun. It's crazy. So, like, I knew they were around. I'm not sure I've ever seen one. They kind of look like big rats. Especially with a video camera. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a possum. I mean, out in the wild. Yeah, I mean, it looked looked like an enormous rat running. But then I'm looking. That's what I mean. I started looking at it going, like, that thing is the size of my dog. If that's a rat. <laughs> and that was my thing. I mean, it didn't make her feel any better. But she was like, what if it gets in the house? I'm like, Chris, it can't get in the house. There's no way that thing's going to get It's enormous. There's no way that thing's going to get in the house. It's not going to fit. I mean, an uh, opossum, it, it's probably just as bad as a rat, though, isn't it? 
Yeah, but I don't think they don't, they don't try to get in your house. Do rats try to get in your house? I think so. Oh, okay. That's, I, so, that's what he told I, me. I, he yeah. said he told oh. me that the mice, Ugh. mice and rats will try to get the exterminator friend I have said mites and rats will try to get in your basement as it gets colder because like they'll feel the heat. Yes, mice. Yes, and they'll and yeah. they'll try to get in. Where he sent an opossum, I think I don't know, it borrows or does whatever it does, but it's not it's not trying to get in your house. Oh, so that as makes far sense. as I'm concerned, you know, that thing it can live in my yard. I don't care. Live in the front yard. Dig yourself a tunnel right there <laughs> next to my driveway. I don't really care as long as you don't come in the house. Well, just hang out. Yeah. Yeah. No. You're welcome okay. to stay. Yeah, rats are. I don't like rats. I don't like mice. I've I've had mice in my house before, and and not a fan. Yeah. But yeah, a rat would Neither probably get me to move. Neither am I. I'm not a fan of mice either. But we kind of live in the woods, so it's like it's you're gonna get them every once in a while. But the rats, like, yep. no, thank you, no thank you. No, Bat- it's time to move. Oddly enough, bats are what does it for me. I I don't oh, do I, bats. I can't handle bats. No. Nope. Bats are just mice with wings. I mean, you th- I don't like mice. You, now you're going to put wings on them and tell me it might be able to fly and hit me in the face? Like, nope. I'm out. If there's a bat, I'm out. Someone else has a deal. I'm, I'm not touching it. Would you rather have a bat in the house or a ghost in the house? Oh. <laughs> you know what? Probably a bat. Because at least I know I can get the bat out. Yeah, I guess I could, like, call somebody to, like, take care of the bat. Because I'm I mean. not going to take care yeah. of the bat. But, I'm not touching like, the bat, but yeah, somebody can come and get the and get the bat out. Yeah, I mean, ghost what am I going to like, call, call a friend and like tell him to threaten the ghost? Tell the wrestle. <laughs> yeah, the, the ghost, the ghost might not. The ghost might just stay there. You're gonna be living with that ghost for a long time, potentially. Oh yeah, I mean, if it's still, who knows? Who knows? Chad's in some trouble though. Yeah, Chad, I, I wish I could help you, but I'm absolutely not going to do that. <laughs> not physically. I mean, I'll give you like emotional support. I definitely told you the story about the time I had a bird in my house, right? Yes. Okay. And my, we, my dog. We talked about that recently, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, that's a funny story, where my dog was just literally staring at it for four hours because yeah. it was, like, hiding in the back, and he's looking at us like, what is, why am I the only, he, the dog literally had a look at his face like, why am I the only one that is concerned with the fact that there's a bird in the house, <laughs> and we're just going about our daily lives? Like, it was no big deal. He was, uh, he was the, Stupid uh, dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. He was the. Wait, he's he usually the a stupid one. dog. He was a smart one in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> Searching for more great pro wrestling talk? Then join me, Jason Powell, host of the free weekly Pro Wrestling Boom podcast. Each week, you'll hear the latest news and analysis from me and my team at ProWrestling.net along with other pro wrestling media members. Plus, the Pro Wrestling Boom podcast features long-form interviews with notable names in the pro wrestling industry. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, and all your favorite secondary apps, or visit us directly at pwboom.com. Once again, that's pwboom.com. All right. We have another email. It's from Alex in Minneapolis. Lovely area. He says, it'll be sad to see MJF lose to Jericho on Sunday, since Jericho is more bulletproof than a presidential vehicle and doesn't need to win much. uh, Doesn't need to win much less win this feud, but a lot. The pay-per-view as a whole feels stacked and and makes you forget that there's a ton of names not even booked on the show. Brian was showing up at the end. Brian showing up at the end of All Out and aligned with Punk could be the perfect way to make them a team and create a laundry list of dream tag team matches. That's an interesting oh. thing. We hadn't even 
thought about that. Jeez. Uh, with every indie promotion under the sun announcing him on their upcoming shows, what's the likelihood of Minaro Suzuki making the full gear pay-per-view as a one-off? P.S. The, the ending of tonight's Dynamite reminded me of that awful Aces and Eights beatdown to close impact on the first show of the ill-fated Eric, Eric Bischoff genius idea of TNA on the road that coincidentally also took place in the same building. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Um, oh, wow, yeah. That's a great. That's a that's a uh, a deep cut, as they say. Yeah, that's, that's great. Really, yeah, that's a, well done. It's a good one. Um, but what about? So I had I never considered this. But what do you think of Brian and Punk as a team? Would that work? I mean, we just talked about huh. Brian and Punk feuding. What about Brian and Punk as a team? Um, I think you could definitely do that. I don't know if you'd want to do it right away, just because they have so much star power. You could like get two big matches out of them every time they come out. Um, but it'd be fun, uh, maybe further down the road, and then you can have one of them turn on the other and um, have a big feud. But yeah, they they seem to need a little bit of um, star power in the tag division right now, so that would be a huge boost. But um, yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun, but I don't think I would do it if I was in control. But I'm not. <laughs> do you think they'll do... I mean, because Danielson and Punk was done so many times in WWE. Do you think that they'll do it in AEW? I mean, that, and I've said this before, that to me just feels like a match you can always go back to and you know it's going to be terrific. Do yeah. you think that they'll ever do it or do you think they're going to try to keep those guys apart? Because like you said, it's two big matches if they're involved as opposed to just one. I think eventually they would do it. I mean, I'm assuming both guys are going to be there for like, I don't know, three, I, let's just say three years, <clears throat> contracts. That seems like, uh, a, yeah, that feels like a good, that feels like a good bet as far as the length, I think. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I think at some point you want to do that, but as punk has keep stating, he wants to like work with the younger guys. He probably wants to do a couple, um, first time ever matches with say like a Kenny Omega. So I think both guys would probably rather work with like new guys at first, just so it does all, you know, one. So it's like more creatively satisfying for them and two. So it doesn't just feel like a, a WWE, um, retread in any form right away. But I think eventually it makes sense to have them, uh, wrestle. I agree. Uh, well, that's the last email. That's the last email. And, uh, that's all I have on my list. Is there anything else you want to discuss? Andrew? Uh, let's see. Just looking over my list. Um, I liked how, well, not really liked, but, um, how Jim Ross <laughs> was like, never thought <laughs> like Taka Michinoku would have a, a move named after him. Which is like he's been doing the Michinoku driver since like the nineties. Um, yeah. So just odd. And then also, I thought Ross was really rough when he like did the interview with Jericho. Like I, it seemed like he was gonna cry or something. It was that just that was, me. That was very no. It was very strange. It came across very weird. Yeah, I don't know. Why, I don't if he just like forgot his lines or something in the moment, but something just felt really yeah. off. Yeah, no, I agree. I absolutely agree. I don't know what's going on there, too. Like, there was some some reports out this week that he may work his way into more of a interviewer role, which we've actually talked about, but into more of an interviewer role, and maybe he only calls big matches in his off the daily week-to-week television. I I don't know if Mm -hmm. that... I don't know if that's happening in the very near future, if it's not happening for several months, but I mean... The guy's a legend. He's he's the best to ever do it. Yeah. When he was at his peak, he's my favorite announcer ever. But, I mean, there comes a time where it's like, okay, this isn't working anymore. We, we got to find something that just works a little bit better, and I think that's kind of where they're at now. 
Do you think he'll be lead play-by-play one year from now? No. What about you? Uh, I mean, I think I think he signed a three-year contract as well when he started. I think they'll let him do that. But I, yeah, I don't. I don't think that he will be. Um, I, I, yeah, I would say probably not in a year. No. So what a three a three year contract would be up right around this time next year then right roughly I think so because yeah I mean this the contract started before the show started airing from what I understand um, okay. like so even Jericho's. if they, even if you figure even if you figure that 2019 double or nothing 2020 would be a year 2021 would be two years yeah so three years would be 22 so yeah we're, okay. we're coming up the, roughly about three years next year yeah that sounds about right yeah I don't I. I'll say he doesn't go into 2023 then as the leader announcer, so that's 15 months away. Yeah. No, I so. agree. I don't think he does either. No, I mean, Let me ask you this. Sure. Do you think that the next lead announcer is with the company right now, or do you think they get somebody from the outside? I think they get somebody from the outside. I think they probably do too. I think they probably do too. I don't know who that guy is, but I think they probably do too. I was going to say Kevin Kelly maybe? Maybe he'd be really good. Um, I don't know what his I, deal is, but he'd be really good. That's what I was wondering. I was like, I wonder if he'd be free to do something like that. Like um, Tony is certainly like knowledgeable about the the Japanese wrestling scene. So, um, and I know Kevin Kelly's highly regarded. Um, yeah. And he does. And I know he was in WWE, but he wouldn't feel like a WWE guy because he hasn't been there in twenty years. Whereas, like, yeah. if you got Mar- Mauro Ronaldo, it would still feel like, oh, okay, well, that's another recent WWE guy, but. Um, so Morrow would be interesting because, yeah, he's a recent WWE guy, but he's also, you know, Showtime's lead boxing announcer and he's Showtime's lead MMA announcer. You know, because I, I watch a lot of MMA and boxing, to me, like when I hear Morrow Ronaldo's voice, it's like, all right, this is a big de- Like, this is a big fight because yeah. Morrow Ronaldo's there. I wonder if he'd even be interested. He'd be re- he'd be really good too though. I see. I know he just was in NXT and was just on SmackDown like two years ago. But mm-hmm. even though he was recently with WWE, if he was interested, he'd be a guy that I would go to because I think he's probably the next best guy right now. I I would, I, 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 I enjoy Morrow a lot. I think he's good. Yeah, I, and I would certainly take him over Excalibur if that's kind of who they're thinking is the next play by play. I mean, Shivani also has that experience, but I think he's better off doing what he is now. Um, just kind of being an interviewer slash kind of third person on the team. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, just, I don't of, see Excalibur the as the main guy. Neither do I. I don't think I do either. And the thing with Morrow, though, like Morrow is so – he's such a big personality in that spot mm-hmm. that you almost have to scale it down. Like I, I, he can't be part of a three man booth. That's it's gonna be. T- <laughs> he talks. It's gonna sound weird, but like he talks too much. He's he does. Too yeah. <laughs> much, he's too much to be part of it. You'd have a guy just sitting there with nothing to do. He, it needs to be you know him and Shivani or him and Excalibur or something like that. It yeah. can't be him and two other guys because there's just not enough lines to go around. He's very like play by play. Will describe everything and is nonstop. I, I think he'd have to be with just one guy. I could see that. Yeah. Cause I did, when he was on SmackDown, didn't by the end, they have him. It wasn't a four man booth. Cause Vince just didn't like him. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was insufferable. Yeah. That was oh, Tom, Tom Phillips. I think joined at the time. Right. And yeah. 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 That was, that was awful. 
Speaking uh, of Vince, what do you think of NXT just going back to like, hey, we're not going to recruit <laughs> indie wrestlers anymore. We just want big guys that have never wrestled before. I mean, <laughs> the the rumors, I, and I think the Observer said something to this effect, is like Bruce Prichard and, and Vince McMahon are kind of the top people in NXT now. And I mean, <laughs> at some Sorry. point, if you're Triple H, don't, wouldn't you just be like, okay, well, my self-respects. <laughs> like, <we're, laughs> like, I know you're my father-in-law, but screw it. I'm, I'm out. Like, I'll see you at Christmas. At some point, yeah. At some point, if you're Triple H, do you talk, call Tony Khan and be like, look, do you, do you need anybody? <laughs> you're hiring? <laughs> Does uh, QT need somebody else for his stable? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I we're at the point now where, like, I thought, I thought at at this point in 2021, at his age, that Vince would actually be getting to be out, be starting to get out of the way, and not. Yeah, he's never gonna, he's never gonna retire. But I mean, I he would start to be. I think even if he's around less intrusive in his interruptions of the product if that makes sense like he would just he wouldn't have the energy or or there'd be more people around that would not allow him to interfere as much as he interferes but it's like he's he's interfering now as much as ever it's like it's like he's still in his 50s it's like it's it's amazing he's just still there micromanaging everything yeah it sounds like he threw a big fit before raw this week and just i mean everything is just Everything. I mean, every segment is just awful. Like, and I don't like just one example. Like John Morrison, they just turned him face. He just, like so you you think like natural wrestling. They, like look at the history. You set up a feud with the Miz, then they do that. But he like just jobbed almost in in two minutes. Almost, almost. Yep. Um, yeah. Like, did it, you it, see, it, <laughs> did you see the uh, Charlotte Nia Jax match this week? I heard about it, so I've been meaning to watch it because it sounds like oh, they... you need yeah, go out of your way to see it. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Really? It was so bad. Interesting. I think I have it on my DVR, so I'll check it out. Because don't don't they like <laughs> supposedly start like getting pretty stiff? Like they got frustrated. Um. So what it lo- it looked like they were trying to work a shoot. Oh, interesting. That's what it looked like. It looked like they were trying to work a shit. It didn't come across well. At one point, because she might be the most unsafe person on the planet, Maya just dropped Charlotte on the back of her head. <laughs> just dumped her on her head hard. Some, some solid botchamania like, footage. Oh, my God. But, and then I sit there, and I was watching it, and when that spot in particular happened, I watched Charlotte's head just bounce off the mat. I was like, how many, how many women does she need to hurt before they're like, hey, we're not doing this with you anymore? <laughs> Because uh, she's hurt quite a few people on the roster. <laughs> yeah, she and she's been around like eight years, hasn't she? Like she can't yeah. have a good match with Charlotte. <laughs> like I feel if you gave me eight years, I could have a good match with Charlotte. Yeah. yeah uh, me too. And plus, I mean, <laughs> I guess I'd be like forty-five at that time, but I'll try it. Oh, whatever. Uh, I mean. You'd be young in today's in today's wrestling. You'd be like uh, hitting your prime at that point. Yeah, I'd still be way younger than Goldberg. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nia's just like I, she's never been that over. So I don't I don't get why she's always one of the top. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it either. But I mean, no, every time I, mean, I, I get WWE, I just get frustrated because then I'm like, you know, Shayna Baszler pops into my head, and I'm like, oh yeah, she they ruined her. So <laughs> they've ruined everything. Uh, all right, Andrew, anything else? 
<laughs> no. Yes. Okay. Uh, oh, let's see here. Woods in the Twitch chat says Morrow did a lot of calling from home too. I think because of the travel. Uh, and his bipolar didn't agree from memory. Uh, I don't know if he was doing, he may have been doing stuff from home, recording stuff and stuff like that. But um, also, he says Samojo clarified some of the recruitment requests regarding looking for outside athletes. His take, was, his take was that they have a lot of independent wrestlers in the system already, so they're looking for outside athletes to train at the moment. That's how they got Bianca Belair and Charlotte, who had no experience. Joe seemed to think it would change again over time. Yeah, it definitely will. Uh, Bully Ray said on Busted Open that he thinks Charlotte deliberately tried to blow her up and then started hitting her for real as she had hurt Rhea in the earlier match by throwing her head first into the ropes. So that's a good point, too. Not only did Nia Jax dump Charlotte in the back of her head, she almost killed Rhea Ripley like the segment before. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this then. That's I'm sure kind of surprised she hasn't killed anyone yet. I'm at the point where like, at what point? Why have they not just future endeavored her at this point? I mean, you figure that would be the first thing they would do. You know, they they've cut so many other people. You think she'd be the top of the list? But I don't know. That's a great you're point. Rela- I, I guess when you're related to I'm... the Rock, you're bulletproof. You have to literally kill somebody before they release you. I mean, like, and I'm not a Braun Strowman fan, but, like, the dude was at least over at times in his career. And, I mean, what Nia Jax gets to stick around? I don't know. Yeah, good good question. Double people in their head. All right, Andrew, where else can people find you? Uh, You can check me out on the Unexpected Podcast as well. It is a horror comedy uh, storytelling show. We do that once a month. Um, Yeah, usually 20 30 minute episodes so it's uh, quite the backlog we got like 40 50 episodes so that is the unexpected podcast you can find me on twitter at torch mcmahon and you can email the show at all the lead after show at gmail.com and of course we've been referencing the twitch chat multiple times tonight if you want to listen to us live as we record this you can do so on wednesday nights right after dynamite goes off the air all you got to do is go to twitch.tv backslash all elite after show and you can interact live in the stream chat we'll get your stuff uh throughout the show if you want to comment on that night's dynamite or anything else going on in the world of wrestling you could do so you could also email us of course at all elite after show at gmail.com uh it is all out weekend andrew i are you excited for the show how, how excited are you for all out? that's how we'll close what's on, on a scale of one to ten where do you put your excitement wow. level for all out I'm probably at a seven and a half. I'm, I'm really excited to see CM Punk wrestle again, even though I haven't been thrilled with the, the build the past couple weeks. But, um, yeah, let's go, let's go seven and a half. How about you? I was going to say somewhere between a seven and an eight. So a seven and a half sounds Ooh. good to me. That's seven and a half sounds good. It, and it's really for the same reason. I'm excited to see the Punk match. I'm excited to see Punk back. Um, you know, and I think – There'll be some. I think there's going to be some other good. I think there's some some yeah. sleeper matches on this show that are going to be pretty good too. So uh, I'm expecting a good pay per view with maybe even some surprises. I mean, some of yeah. those some of those recent releases have just hit their 90 days. So I don't know if we'll have any surprise pop ups or not. But I think there's at least the potential for it. I, I uh, yeah. I also saw a rumor that i i'm doing a bad job of attributing but uh, <laughs> brian might show up um just because of the whole covid situation so they might want to get him out there sooner um instead of the 15th or whenever they were planning so yeah there i, I 
I don't know for obviously I don't know for sure, but I assume there'll be something um, big surprise. Be a big weekend. All right, that'll do yeah. it for us. Thanks again for listening to the show and downloading the show and emailing and chatting and doing all that stuff. Uh, but until next week, we will talk to you after Dynamite next week. We'll have a lot to talk about. We'll have all out to talk about it and we'll have Dynamite to talk about it. It'll be a fun show. So make sure you tune in next week. And if you want to listen to, listen to us live, again, twitch.tv backslash all elite after show. But until then, enjoy all out. Have you subscribed to the PW Torch Daily Cast yet? It's a free daily podcast with shows throughout the week dedicated to Ring of Honor, All Elite Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, Major League Wrestling, NXT, and MMA Talk for Pro Wrestling fans. That's Monday through Friday. And on Saturdays, check out the Deep Dive with Rich Fan, where he examines a single topic in depth. And then Sunday nights, it's Wrestling Night in America with Greg Parks. You can listen live or download the show later at PWTorchDailyCast.com. Just click on the live stream link. He takes your calls talking about wrestling's biggest events, either ones that just took place or previewing shows that are right around the corner. And on Sundays when WWE runs pay-per-views, he's live right after the pay-per-view at PWTorchDailyCast.com, reviewing the show and taking your calls. That's the PW Torch Daily Cast lineup. Just search PW Torch in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your wrestling podcasts or visit our homepage to download or stream the shows or find out more information, PWTorchDailyCast.com. One of the really cool parts of being a VIP member is getting to relive history through the pages of the Pro Wrestling Torch newsletter back issues. We have Pro Wrestling Torch newsletters dating back to the late 1980s. We put a new back issue up from 20 years ago that week. And so when you go VIP, you instantly have access to over 1,500 back issues and a new PDF, along with an all-text version, if it's easier for you to read that on your phone, uh, goes up every weekend. And the latest issues include a cover story from the June 10th, 2000 issue on Goldberg's return to WCW and whether he's a solution to what was ailing WCW at the time. Also, my column titled Vince Russo is from Outer Space and Bruce Mitchell's column, still timely today, unfortunately, of Racist Gimmicks and Poverty Pimps was the title. That's issue number 606. The week before that, issue number 605 from June 3rd features a cover story that talks about how there could be a shakeup in the wrestling industry with WCW for sale, and ECW having an uncertain future. And also a Bruce Mitchell column spoofing Vince Russo titled, How I Became World Champion. If we go back another week to the May 27th, 2000 issue, it had detailed coverage of the Judgment Day 2000 pay-per-view, including my review and staff roundtable reviews of the Rock Triple H 60-minute Iron Man match, and also the final installment of the Lance Storm Torch Talk, 
with his thoughts on various ECW colleagues. The week before that, the May 20th, 2000 issue, issue number 603, features a cover story on Ric Flair's collapse in the ring during Nitro. Part 3 of the Landstorm Torch Talk with his explanation for why he decided to quit ECW, our coverage of ECW Hardcore Heaven, the pay-per-view, and more. And then the week before that, the May 13th issue features a cover story on the changing TV landscape in pro wrestling, with the WWF moving from USA to TNN and a potential shift of ECW. Also a cover sidebar story on the death of an ECW fan after a hotel party and WCW Slamboree coverage. And the week before that, our coverage from the May 6th issue, number 601, of David Arquette winning the WCW title. My EndNotes editorial examining Vince Russo's controversial decision and flippant comments about title belts. Our coverage of WWE Backlash 2000 and more. I could keep going on, but that gives you an idea of what you're missing out on by not being a BIP member. Imagine settling in on the weekend and uh, kicking back and reading wrestling history, not through the lens of WWE filtering it to their benefit, not through people looking back on it through today's lens, but what was said at the time, the week it happened, by some of the voices that you are familiar with here on the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcast and PW Torch Daily Casts. So go VIP and relive professional wrestling through the way the Torch covered it in real time with contemporaneous coverage of pro wrestling's biggest events, biggest news stories, biggest personalities. I think you'll have a blast. It alone is worth the membership price for so many of our members. Check out details on everything else that comes with the VIP membership, including daily podcasts that are VIP exclusive and shows like this with the ads and plugs removed. Go to pwtorch.com slash govip for full details. That's pwtorch.com slash govip. Prices are as low as $8.25 a month on average if you subscribe for a year or check us out for a month for $9.99.